Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome to Shakti's Gift. I'm your host, Marigold Era, Ayurvedic wellness coach, creative force, and unschooling mother. For the past four years, I've been living my daily life according to Ayurvedic principles. Ayurveda, which means the science of life in Sanskrit, is a traditional systems of medicine with roots in ancient India. It emphasizes a holistic approach to health by balancing the body, mind, and soul. It utilizes natural remedy, dietary guidelines, and lifestyle practices to promote well-being and prevent illness. I just want to be real clear with you guys, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a psychologist, but I am very passionate about this human experience and I'm all about being as sovereign as possible in our health. In this podcast, we will not only talk about Ayurveda, we will also meet a lot of wonderful people who are driven by the Shakti's gift of creativity, transformational force, and feminine power. So you'll be in contact with a lot of amazing beings who are doing the work, they show up, even if it's freaking hard, and they evolve. Because that's what we do. Our human life is ever-changing. It is our nature to birth and bury new ideas and projects and to follow the seasons of our lives. So I invite you to grab yourself something to drink, get yourself comfortable, and let's dive deep into Shakti's gift. Welcome, welcome. I hope you're doing marvelous today. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Shakti's Gift. I'm so excited to share with you this interview that I did a while back with Lisa Suestigi on The Divine Feminine. Lisa is an amazing, strong woman, an intimacy coach, and she works with the feminine and the masculine energy. Today is all about the feminine energy, but Lisa will be back with us to talk about the masculine energy And I'm pretty sure we're going to make another episode around the divine union of the feminine and the masculine energy. So stay tuned for that. Uh, pretty soon, Lisa will be offering a, a workshop series that is called Undoing Your Un and Becoming the One, which is all about discovering your limiting belief, releasing them and stepping into your true authentic self. So if that is something that interests you, I invite you to contact Lisa. All her links are listed down below. Uh, so yeah, so feel free to, to just contact her to see what's up with that. Um, yeah, so sit back, just enjoy this episode. Have a nice one. All right, so today we have Lisa Suestigi. And so <laughs> for those who were there for the Let's Create the Revolution part of this podcast, you may remember her. And for those who are new to this, Well, she's amazing. She's a coach in like feminine energy, masculine energy and all of that. And today we're going to dive really deep into the feminine one. So you want to just like maybe introduce yourself a little bit more? Sure, absolutely. I'm Lisa Suwarski. I'm an intuitive intimacy coach and healer. Um, I help both masculine and feminine um, people heal dip into their traumas. I also do Reiki healing and energy healing with people um, just to get us back to our balanced state um, and living more from our heart, being able to open the heart back up to love and live in that place of love because we've unfortunately been out of it for so long and it's what the world desperately needs right now. So that's what I do in a nutshell. There's lots of moving parts in there, but yeah, <laughs> like Mary Gull said today, we're going to focus on the uh, feminine energy. And it's a big one because we it's have a big one. We have it's a huge part in this world right now. And actually uh, we're the focus of what's shifting right now. So absolutely. It's a huge topic. It is. It is such a huge topic. Like I thought it would be such a good idea to just really understand deeply um, like your version, because I, I, I feel like there's always like multiple version yes. and And so, yeah, so let's hear about your version. Let's start with the wounded feminine energy. The feminine wounded energy, feminine yeah. energy. What does it look yeah. like? How does it like show up? Exactly. And we are, we are talking about energies. So it can be encapsulated into both the male and female bodies. But we're specifically talking about women today. So just keep that in mind when we're going through all this. Um, so the wounded feminine is coming like to encapsulate it that's the side that's like needy 
and overgiving and oversharing and needs that external validation and um, manipulative, stuck in victimhood. These are all the sort of, you can feel that energy as I'm saying the words, that's the side. And trust me, I've been there and sometimes fall back into that too, because we've been through huge cycles of this for thousands of years, going through the whole patriarchal society and what society says we're supposed to be. Um, so that's, that's the wounded feminine. She's all about insecurity and need and um, just having needing other people to validate her as opposed to being in her own energy. So that's yeah. sort of the wounded side. I don't know if you can feel that energy. It's a, it's a yeah. pretty strong energy. Like the victim is there so strongly. I like yeah. the way you're, you're saying about, uh, you're talking about the oversharing because that's something we can, uh, I can relate to. Yeah. Like, I, like I will just like blab when I'm not like, I'm just gonna just share too much. And it's right. like, like, I'm not nurturing my my intimate space by doing that, you know, and yeah. it's, it's unappealing. Honoring yourself. Yeah. In that moment. Exactly. And that's, uh, you know, and there's no shame in it. We've, we've all done it. We, it's, it's recognizing it and going, okay, yeah, I'm oversharing now. They don't need to know that. And that's my private stuff. Right. So oversharing, overgiving to the point where you, you have no energy left, but you still feel that need to, like that's your validation. As mm. long as I keep giving to people, then they'll love me. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm over giving to the point where I can't even give to myself anymore. And we all yeah. know you can't give from an empty cup. So that's, that's the wounded feminine energy that we've been in for a very long time. Yeah. But we see that as, as mother as well, you know, like when, when we start being mothers, like it's our duty it's our role to give so much to our kids right? right because they're so little and they cannot do anything they're just like so small they they absolutely that's our main priority however having said that you have to give to yourself you can't give to the child if you're an empty if you're in this state of just exhaustion mm. you cannot fully you're not fully giving your love to these children and as a society you know I know from dealing with my, even for me with my children, if I took time to myself, I felt guilty. Mm. I felt like I'm being selfish. This is horrible. How could I possibly take time for myself? But coming through the healing and realizing, no, I'm, I'm a much better mother, lover, wife, whatever, when I am giving to myself first. I am filling my cup first to the point of overflowing so that it can go to everybody else. But that's yeah. not what we're raised to believe. We're raised oh, no. to believe that you're supposed to be the martyr and you're supposed to like everybody else first, you last. That's why we have so many, excuse me, health issues with women now because we're suppressing and making, you know, we're not taking care of ourselves. You know, obviously we're starting to swing out of that now, which is so fantastic to see. I love seeing all these beautiful upcoming women who are just like, no, I'm, this is, I need time for me. So if that means yeah. you have to get a babysitter, hopefully your partner is supportive with you in that. And they're going to say, you know what? I honor you and I respect you. And I'm going to take the children even to, for mother's day. Like, please just <laughs> get, get the kids out of the house and give her the house to herself or let her go have a spa day somewhere. Yeah. Whatever it is that let her go out into nature for a weekend, let her do whatever she needs to do to fill her cup back up. Because when she yeah. comes back, holy, will she ever have to give, right? So that's it's, that's where we want to go. Yeah, it's so crazy. Feeling. Yeah, it's so crazy how like we're so conditioned. I remember when I first got my first baby and I have like an, a person in my in my family that was <laughs> she was telling me when you have kids, whether you you have two choices, so whether you eat you eat your your food cold or you don't eat, yeah. and it it was like so absurd for me. It was like why, like <laughs> why should I suffer? Right? I have like it's it's that conditioning of you put your kid first, and it's yeah. like it's the survival mode. Of course, we're gonna put our our kids first at the beginning, and then we have to learn. Like the very beginning, like they, they need so much attention, yes. right? 
Yes. And there the need our needs to sleep, like we say we sleep while the baby sleeps, you know, and to take that moment, you know, to be connected with your kids so that you can like rest at the same time they do. Yes. So that you can fill your own cup and be really connected with them. And yeah. then when they grow up, sometimes we I don't know. I don't know. We feel like it feels like we feel we fall into a trap of like just keep doing that. You know, keep giving them so much, but they're growing up and they don't need that as much. Yeah. But we're like, just like in that loop of like giving, 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 giving. And then we just like burn out. (laughs) I'll tell you, here's a story for you. Um, People who didn't see the first episode won't know that I actually uh, lived in Mexico for quite a while and uh, different culture down there. And the women, uh, especially new new mothers are very supported down there, which is, mm. I love seeing it. However, I that wasn't where I came from. I gave birth to my son, my first son in Canada. And here it's like, you don't have a lot of family support in that way. Whereas you are raising your child and yep. usually your partner, man or woman, whoever, someone has to go out and earn a living. So, here I am with this newborn child. He was colicky, so he did not stop crying. Mm. I was having breastfeeding issues, like huge breastfeeding. So I had one of those giant industrial pumps. I, I felt like a cow at the barn, like, bring Bessie to the barn. Here we go. And I, I would literally fall asleep with it on my boobs. I was that tired. And so I was, I was told, like, the baby needs to feed every three hours. And I had to pump every two hours. And it took me an hour to clean. But so I was, I was not sleeping for, like, the first right. six months. And you want to talk about being drained and not of value to anyone. I couldn't even enjoy the baby because yes. I was doing all this. And my husband wouldn't get home at, excuse me, until, like, one in the morning. And he would see me on the couch literally with his machines the baby's asleep beside me and I'm just he's like okay um I'll take the baby into the other room I'm like yeah think yes you will (laughs) take the baby into the other room so after months and months of this and uh we we ended up going down to Mexico when my son was um I think he was like 11 months old it wasn't quite a year yet he was already walking at nine months so I had a handful and I looked like crap. Let's just be honest. I just I hadn't taken care of myself. There was no way I was exercising to try and lose the extra weight, which is always a big concern of ours, right? Mm. Um, and we went to stay with a family who had also a six-month-old baby. Here's the difference. We were staying in a very small apartment. I think it had three bedrooms. In that apartment was me, my husband, and our baby his friend with the wife and their baby, her mom, his mom, the brother, and a German shepherd. That's a lot of people. (laughs) However, the woman, the other woman who had the baby, and she was in her, I think her early 20s at that time, had two grandmothers there to support her. So she would get up in the morning, the baby was already up, had already been fed because she had bottled her milk, right? So she got to get up, have her shower in peace, come downstairs. Someone had made her breakfast for her. She got to spend a little time with the baby bonding. And then she'd get dressed and she'd go out to work while the grandmothers took care of the baby. And then down there, of course, midday, they have their siesta. So they come home and they get to rest. So her and her husband would trot upstairs and have their alone time. Someone else is still taking care of the baby for her. Then she come back downstairs. Her dinner was made for her. Like there is a different pattern happening here, right? So she was all flowy and glowing and just like happy with life. And oh, and, I, and here I am just oh. like. can someone just take the baby for five minutes please I need and even in asking that here we go back to the guilt I felt guilty for asking for that time for myself so women out there please that if anything comes out of this you need to know you are the most important person in this circle of energy that's going around you cannot give to your child or to your partner if you're not taking care of yourself first. 
So do not be afraid, do not be ashamed or guilt-ridden. Don't let anybody guilt you about asking for you time because you need it. You can't you can't thrive without it, nor can the baby, right? So, that is so true. That so is true. so true. You know, I was so blessed for my first baby because I was surrounded with family. It, they weren't living with me, but they were cooking stuff for me and they were inviting me for supper or something, you know, like, yeah. and I had like... It was so fun. It was like traveling with my baby. I was like always at like I have a calendar of all all the days and every day I was like writing down where I was and no like there's there's like the calendar is filled up with like right. I was at my grandmother and I at my aunt and my my sister and my father and you know that friend and like my my brother came to cook something for me or you know uh -huh. like there was like always somebody around me that was like taking care of the meals you know right. so I didn't have to do that and so I was breastfeeding and so the whole like first year or so when she started to eat it was like I don't know she was like around six months or something so she started to eat something but I was still breastfeeding her and so it was just so easy yeah. you know it was just yeah. so easy to have all of those people to just like sit and they want to just grab the baby because it's so healing to have a baby oh. on you and so they're like give me that baby <laughs> no yes thank you that's like amazing that is yeah. so let's have a conversation you know and yes take care of my baby and so she was socialized so much like it was just so fun and so yeah. and I was like oh my god this is so cool to be a mother it's so easy you know yeah it was easy because I had this support, support. system huge which and I didn't huge. have for my second one and it was hell it was hell yeah, right. on her like yeah. this is what it is this... plain and simple like hell on her <laughs> like, it was just like hell. and I, I can see I can see the difference in my own experience you know to be alone with my baby and another kid yeah oh to be by myself you know with a baby that doesn't sleep at all and to be like having to deal with everything my husband was working he was never there you know and you're like yeah. that solo parenting even though you're in, in a relationship you yeah. know and you do everything and it was just like so painful and I was like so sad and so depressed and I was like yeah. why is this like that you know yeah, exactly and that's when we start getting into those feelings too of like um so, well especially on the really down days you're like oh is this my life is this the yes. way it's going to be because I don't think I can get through this right and there's a little bit of resentment that goes on yes and, um, you know, hopefully, I know a lot of people do not have supportive partners, and that's when it becomes very difficult, especially in the first months when you're also probably dealing with your depression just from the whole pregnancy and you're mm -hmm. having your postpartum going on. It is so important to have that support. No, they don't have to live with you. But like you said, they come around, they offer your help, they come and they pick up the baby and they let you go do your thing and so you can relax and whatever so important to have that support system and this is a conversation that doesn't generally get had before you even get pregnant like how is this going to work after I have the baby right what support system am I going to have you know it's it's so important to have it's and so crucial. we we get into the guilt mode of like well everybody else to stun it by themselves am I just weak am I not capable of being a good mother because I can't handle it on my own no, it's just because that's the way it was doesn't mean that that's the way it should be. That's Nor the wounded, and that's the wounded feminine right yeah. there that's yeah. showing up saying, I have to do it by myself. Yeah. I have to be strong. And you feel kind of forced to do it all by yourself because it's unnatural to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to talk to other women about it because you feel like you're going to be judged, which yes. trust me, as you know, all of us women who've had babies, we get it. We know we in there, we know all the emotions that are, are going to go through your head, right? Like we've right. been through it. So there's nothing anybody's going to say to me that's going to make me like, why well, would I don't judge people anyways, but the mother comes to me and says, oh my God, I'm exhausted. I'm starting to almost dislike my child. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that's totally normal. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? If it was an adult doing this to you. <laughs> you would flat out not like them. So just because it's a baby, you know, and they are there, they have a lot of needs that they, and if your needs aren't getting met, it just, it just, it's a spiral, right? It just keeps it, flowing. It is. It so, is. 
yeah so that's of course we got way off topic there and you were talking about no having... i mean it's it's right on top yeah the wounded feminine will show up like that you know yeah, it will absolutely. show up exactly like that and now we're talking about motherhood but it's the same with like yeah. relationship if you're in that that loving relationship couple relationship with another person and you're in that needy uh, state of mind and where you don't take care of yourself and you put everything onto like the other person to take care of yourself or whatever you know it's the same thing you know yeah. it's it just show up in in different ways and oh, yeah. through every relationship you have it'll show yeah, up even friendship. yeah yeah friendships everything and that you can feel that needy energy and i know men definitely feel when a woman is oh, in yeah. that really needy energy that will back him off in a red hot second like oh no <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, okay, it's been nice. I'll see you later. The exit stage right, you know. But, but that's that's a really heavy energy and that's the energy yeah. a lot of us are bringing forward just it's it's been with us through so many generations. Mm -hmm. So to recognize it is the first step when you can it say is. and again, there's no shame in it. We've all oh, been no. through it. We all have it. It's the first step is saying, "Okay, yep, I do that." Okay, now I got to heal that find where it came from just heal it and get into now my the healed feminine energy yeah so how does it look like the first thing which i know most a lot of us aren't is uh confident in our bodies mm. which is a huge obviously a huge foundation because if you don't feel confident in your own body then you're going to slip back into these the needs, the needs and the wounding, right? Because that's yeah. been wounded throughout the image, the feminine image. So um, she's, she's the heel feminine is vulnerable. She's compassionate. She's intuitive. She's nurturing. She's strong and has strong boundaries. Mm. Big one. Um, and she asks for what she needs. So there we go back to like when you're the mom and you need time for yourself, there's no shame in asking for that. That shame has been built in by society, religion, culture, whatever. Yeah. There's no shame in saying I need a little help. And she's just enjoying that process of creative. It's, it's the whole creative, intuitive, compassionate, nurturing, self-confident female that we all want to be. Right? <laughs> She's sleeping. She's sleeping she's inside sleeping. of us. <laughs> when she needs to sleep, she's handing off that baby when she wants to do something for herself without feeling even that much guilt about it. And that yeah. guilt, guilt is an energy too. You think like that gets passed on to the baby as well. If you're sitting there in that guilt yes. state. All these yes. It's like on. when you're in that wounded feminine like that, you, you're just like, I don't know. It's like the transgenerational traumas are just like pass on, you know, and the minute we step on and step up and just like realize this is what I'm doing. And then just the fact that you've realized it, it's yeah. just so empowering because you can just like observe and then be like, all right, so like this isn't working. I can see it. I saw my mother do it. I saw my grandmother yeah. do it. I yeah. see my aunt, my sisters or whatever, you know, I see my lineage. They're all doing it. And then you just like step out, step out of that narrative and just step into something new, yeah. you know, be the, be the chain breaker, as they say. And it's, yes. it can be difficult because, because of course you do have all these other feminines around you who, who've come through and stayed with that wounded energy. So they're looking at you like, well, who do you think you are? Like, yes. why are you so special? It's right. Funny. That's the healing. And I mean, people do recognize it. Once they see you do it, you become the sort of representative of what they can be. And then they're like, well, hey, if she can do it, I can do it. Yeah. And that's that's where the chain is going to start flowing so that the feminine energy can get balanced and get yeah. out of the wounded state because it's hard and heavy and it's been there a long time. So us chain breakers of course we we look like the black sheep they're like she's so selfish she just wants to take care of herself like no i'm self-ish like i yes i want to take care of myself that yeah. is actually my main purpose here is to take care of myself and then yeah. give to the others around me but i gotta take care of me first so yes. and then yeah. that's getting into that yeah you're into that healed energy you're self-confident you ask for what you want 
tell people what you need without being needy. Yeah. You know, you're, it's, it's that side of the coin. They're, they're like complete opposites of one another. Yeah. You're, you're able to receive as well. I can like, yes. because I can relate to that. When I had like my first pregnancy, this healed feminine somehow happened to me. I don't know how <laughs> I can't explain it, yeah. but somehow it happened. Right. <laughs> and I, I still like, I'm like, did that happen? Yes, it happened. Okay. But at, at when it happened, it was like so weird for me because I've never, I was never in that energy, but to be that strong, you know, because when I got my first pregnancy, when I first got pregnant, like I was um, in California. So, which is not my country. I was also with, without any shelter. I was living in my car because mm. I was traveling. Yeah. I was traveling. It was like, I was, I just went for a year, traveled down South, uh, the, the US and it was so fun and I met yeah. this man and I, I I just like became pregnant right so it just happened was, it just know. happened it was a, it wasn't the plan right and I was like well should I get an abortion and everybody was like yes you should and you must and I was like you know what there's something inside of me saying I shouldn't and then I just decided to to listen to that voice yes. out like no matter how crazy it was and everybody around me was like, Oh my God, are you crazy? Like you have nothing. You cannot raise this kid. You're so yeah. unstable. You're so like, you're, you're just traveling like in your car. Like what the fuck, you know, <laughs> like who, who the are fuck you, you think, what are you doing? You're going to screw that person up for sure. And I was like, you know what? I cannot know that I want. And I know that I have to, like, I just know it. And the way that I was like handling those, those people, it was like, thank you so much yeah. for your concern. And also I'm, I'm still going to do that because this is what my heart say, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and it was so strong and the whole pregnancy was so, I was so strong, but not strong in the way that I used to know, which is like the way, like you put your armor up because you feel like you need to protect yourself and you're yeah. rough. And, but somehow I was like, strong in a soft way and so i feel like this is this is what it is this is yes. the heel ma the, the heel ma feminine energy which is like i was acting out of intuition i never read any book i never asked any advice for anyone i just like i was like from my intuition all yeah. the time i knew what to eat i know what to do when i when i gave birth i knew what to do it's just like i was like doctor just get out okay yeah. you're not I helping me right this. i can do this right <laughs> it was like i was surrounded by my women like i had like my best friends they were there um my my the mother of one of my best friends because my mother passed and so i was surrounded by those women that i yeah. just like you know i was able to receive their presence i it was just so natural yeah, yeah. you know and so mm -hmm. i feel like this is what it is this is that healed feminine that just knows absolutely just knows and able a, to receive there's a knowing there is a definite knowing and the intuition is strong and so strong. the healed feminine listens to it because mm -hmm. that is your inner divine self giving you direction it has the wisdom it has all you need to know so tapping into it like you said when this in, intuition started coming in that's that was your first shift into when you start listening to it and telling people, you know what, thanks for your advice, but I think I'm going to do my own thing. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. that's, yeah. that's the, that's, that's the healed feminine. That's like, you know what, I got this. I know what I need. I appreciate your input, but um, I'm doing it my way because it's my body and this is me. So thank you. But no. And, yeah. And this is my intuition and you don't, you just don't spit on it. You no, know? no. You listen to it. It's usually, so precious. You know? It usually doesn't go well when you do. <laughs> exactly. That's the wounded feminine that yeah. is like, nope, I'm not going to do that. Oh, no, this is too dangerous. I'm not going to do it. And yeah. then or you takes, takes other people's input over her own. Like, why yeah. would you not value you? You know you better than anybody else. So, yeah. yes, listen to your intuition. Yeah, that was like the best. I remember I was in BC and I was pregnant and, and I was working at that restaurant and there was like this Native American um, person, woman that was there. And she told me, she looked at me right in my eyes and she told me, the best advice I'm going to give you is to never listen to anybody else's advice. <laughs> this is your kid. 
you know what to do. If you need advice, you're going to ask for them. But if they're giving it to you, you're not listening. You know, no. it's just like you keep on tuning into your own intuition because then you, you encounter doubt, shame, yeah. because you're like, oh, shit, I'm not doing it right. They're saying that I shouldn't feed my kid like that or I shouldn't do this with my kid oh. or I shouldn't talk to them. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like. Thank you, you know but best. no thank you. <laughs> you and your child know best. You're connected. And so yeah. you know what the child needs. The child feels your, that's another reason why you need to like get your energy right because the child's feel, feeding into you too and is watching you eventually once they can, they're, they're seeing you without seeing you because they're seeing your energy first. Yeah. And if you're in that energy, that that's transference to them as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As I'm saying, I'm going, oh, God, I can I can hear a bunch of women out there, new moms stepping into their guilt again, as I'm saying. That, right? No, there's no guilt, no shame, no judgment, just learning. This is all it is. This is what we're supposed to be doing as a community to support each other. Yeah. And, and getting that's how we will heal this wounded feminine energy is allowing women to ask what for what they need. This is what I need right now. Can you help me with that? Absolutely. And not to be afraid to ask for it. And that's the that's the healed feminine to say, all right, this is me. This is what I need right now. Yeah. There's no there's no underpinning of guilt or shame or anything. Just this is what it is. Yeah. And but to that, be able to ask is one thing. And to be able to receive. Then receiving. Like, it. Yeah. Yes. Because. Without, sorry. Yeah. Without the feeling of needing to give back again because yes, you just yes, receive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. So this yes. is that's that that healed energy that yes, you're open, you're receiving, you're compassionate, you're intuitive. These are all parts of being the healed feminine. And it's such a beautiful state when you step into it. It took me a long time to get there. And there's still things that I struggle with. Well, but yeah. it's a constant <laughs> learning process. So it doesn't just happen overnight, right? I mean, yeah. And it's so ingrained through us, as we were saying before, through all the generations. Well, yeah, that you will get yeah. triggered because there is going to be some buddy in your family who will see you saying, hey, you know what? I need a day off. I'm going to take Thursday off and go spend time out at the salon. Then I'm going to go for lunch with the girls and then I'm going to go hang out at the gym. And then I'm going to you'll you will have that person who's going to say, um, aren't you being selfish? Like you've got children. Yeah, they need a mom. So I got to take care of me simple as that it is so simple it's like it's like going to the atm trying to get money and there's nothing in there you know if there's nobody to come and put the money in there you know <laughs> like you will never have the money whether like you have your card or not you know so you have to get somebody to take the money and put it in the freaking yeah. atm right which is you like, fill, fill your own atm people exactly. <laughs> yeah it's like ask you can ask for like, like you said, like if you have like a partner or friends or your mother or anyone, you know, to just like ask them for a day or an hour, even just an hour. Sometimes it's enough, you know, you right. just need that. It doesn't have to be huge. It really doesn't have to be huge. A lot of people think that, you know, you're asking for the moon and the stars. And no, sometimes it is. It's geez, just a bath without someone banging on the door, you know, yeah. is, can be so healing. Yeah. But it's, it's it's asking for what you want in the moment and just not listening to anybody outside. Again, listening to yourself. Yeah. That's exactly. really where you've got to get to is tapping into that inner wisdom, tapping exactly. into your intuition and just that's where you, that's the place you live from. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we need that so much. And I, I know that a lot of women are struggling with that self care and taking that moment every day because we do need it every day even if every it's like day. yeah even if it's 30 minutes it doesn't matter like to do whatever you want to do you know to whether doodle something or just like dance or listen to some music just by yourself yeah. or I don't yeah. know to watch your favorite tv show that day or to just like I don't know like whatever it is, you yeah. know, go in the spa, like you have like a sauna in the back and you never use it because you're so busy. Just take 30 minutes and go, yeah. you know, yeah. like oh, nobody's yeah. going to die. <laughs> nobody's gonna... That's, nobody's usually... gonna die. <laughs> That's the stipulation. Okay. If you're not bleeding or nobody's dead, don't knock on the door. Right? Like... <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> let, let me be, let me have my time. And it yeah. is hugely imperative. And, um, you know, I'd love to see more of it out there in society as far as even that's facilities sure. that are set up where the women can go, I just need a freaking break right now. Right. And at that point, here's my child. I'm yeah. going to go over there. Yeah. Yeah. Like a retreat center where mama can come and leave their kids at the front desk <laughs> and they're well taken care of because yeah. you got like some amazing people to take care of their kids so that they can just like go enjoy I don't know, like massage or, you know, just a walk in nature yeah. or, you know, whatever. <laughs> something, something. And, and something. This this is all part of the healing. It sounds like it's, um, you know, you're being selfish for a better word. I don't even like that word, but it just makes it, to get that stigma off of there and just be like, this is what I need right now. And I'm going to take care of me so I can take care of my family, my children, my husband, like, all the people that are in my life, I'm taking care of me first and then yeah. I'll, give, I'll give to everybody else. And that's yeah. the mindset we need to be in. And, and the second part of what you just said is so important because that's where we get stuck in. We're egotistical because we feel like we're just going to take and then it's, that's it, you know? And then, yeah. but when we feel ourselves instead of thinking that we take something So we fill ourselves so we can serve because that's what we're here for. We're yeah. here to serve. And so we cannot serve anyone and anything <laughs> if we're not filled. No, if we're not. Yeah. When you're empty, you're empty. That That's all there is to it. And, and then your body will eventually make you take that rest. Yes. One way or another. You will and end it's, up. It's less fun. <laughs> and that's not the fun kind of rest. No, that's not, that's not the up kind of fun. That's the, hey, we'll let you live for a little longer kind of fun, right? But it is really just, and that's the thing <clears throat> in a lot of mindset is, which is a huge part of it too, is your mindset. Um, just think about everything you do in a day for everybody else. So receiving And then so thinking you need to give back. How much are you already giving? Like you're receiving, just receive it, take it, and you're good because you are giving all day long. To And it's not just to family. It's to, if you're working, you're giving at work. If you're, you know, with your friends, you're giving with your friends. It's, it's a whole, just receive and be good with the fact that no one's taking score of how many things you've received that you're right. going to now have to pay back. No, just receive it. It's a gift. Yeah. It's a gift. You're a gift. So just, it's all good. It's, everything's balanced, right? The chick marks are on both sides. You're good. <laughs> that is so cool. And yeah. I, we wanted to talk about the divine feminine yeah. as well, because it's a whole other uh, level of feminine. That's next level. That's, that's the totally healed feminine in her truest purest state that's the goddess sensual goddess warrior that's like this is the Ooh. full divine feminine in all her powers in all her authenticity so i mean to give you a list i'll give you a little list here of the yes <clears throat> the divine feminine energy expresses herself fully and authentically mm -hmm. her intuit her intuition and her feelings are her compass this is what we discussed before mm -hmm. she she channels her divine creative energy operates with effortless flow and ease and that's a huge part of it is being in that flow and ease just allowing surrendering and allowing carries healing and nurturing frequencies. Yes, they are. Because once you get into that energy state, you are emitting a whole totally different frequency. Mm. And then she has the power, once she's in that state, to awaken the divine masculine into his uh, higher state of consciousness. So that you're talking about a powerful woman powerful yes doesn't have to be a woman but we're talking about women today so i'll leave it there <laughs> so yeah. yeah this is so taking all those healed feminine quantities to that next level 
where you're at your actual divine state, where we're all meant to be. But because of what we've this world has been through, we're not quite there yet. There are a lot of divine feminines out there. I always call it the goddess state because that yeah. really is. And when people say, oh, you think you're a goddess? I'm like, no, I know I'm a goddess. <laughs> and yes, because we're not talking about the goddesses of, you know, we're, we're talking about the divine feminine, which has the masculine in her and she encompasses all of it. She carries yes. all of it forward. And that's when you get into that really juicy stuff. Cause that's when you just, I'm sorry, you take no shit. You take no shit. You say what you want. You say what you need. You don't have any, um, it, not that you're doing it in a malicious way. Of course, you're very compassionate and nurturing. It's, it's that encompassment of that ultimate nurturing, sensual, loving, intuitive, magical, mystical. This, that's the goddess power. That's the power we all want to be. And you know when you're around a woman who's like that. She's, she's attracting everybody to her just because of that and that frequency she's giving off. It's mm. juicy. It's yeah. just like you just want to be like, oh, just can I just have some of that, please? You walk in the room and everybody's like, whoa, what is that? And it's not an appearance thing at all. It's yeah. an energy thing. I, mean, an energy I, thing. I posted a picture on my one of my uh, Facebook pages, I think it was one of my goddess pages of, I don't know if you've seen it. There's this image that was going around of what um, Aphrodite someone an artist had carved her body mm. uh, so of course in our mind we're thinking of aphrodite you know this is the goddess of love she's sexy yeah. she's hot she's got to have a smoking hot body uh no <laughs> this was like i was gonna say like the body of a 60 year old so that would be my body um, <laughs> like the, the boobs are drooping down to here she's got the tire around the center she's got the very thick thighs big this is not the image, but because this has been programmed into us as what, as that, that what is what the woman is supposed to be. That's, you know, a goddess is, is that over there is in reality. No, and it has nothing to do with your appearance and you can, you know, ask men. Yes. Obviously there has to be some attraction there, but that juicy, hot goddess energy, they'll take that over a hot body and face. Oh yeah, that's for sure. A hundred times. So we, we as women have to get out of our heads about that and wrap around the fact that it's not the way you look. It's the way you are in the world, the way you are presenting yourself in the world and the way you act in the world. If you're in that needy, wounded, overgiving, oversharing, just, you know, but you're hot, you're probably going to be alone for a while until you yeah. heal some of that because that needy energy it, it's just so thick you can feel it i mean i'm sure you've been around it and you oh, recognize yeah. it. i mean i radiated that for a long time yeah I was, I was definitely in that state when you can turn around and look back at it and go oh like you because you could feel it dripping off of you and yeah. how it affects the people around you it's like those mean girls in high school you know they're so beautiful they're like they're statuistic, right? They're so yeah. beautiful, but they're so mean. <laughs> they're so yes. mean. Like, so yeah, they got the body, they got like the haircut or whatever, the makeup, they figured that out. Figure out like, they figured out like the style and whatever, how to like put themselves out in the world. But when you go into that intimate level with them, there's nothing. Yeah. There's yeah. just nothing. It's like empty. And that description you just gave falls into that sort of manipulative side of yeah. the wounded female where she's manipulating her exterior world by manipulating her appearance to fit into that. Yeah. Just so people will, will notice her and will love her. Is it going to be a true love? Maybe a short love. <laughs> you yeah. Know, but, 
And that's not that's a blanket statement about beautiful women because that's not the thing. There are that's a lot not of, all of them. Yeah. That's not that's not. Oh yeah, no, that's that's, that's just the mean girls. <laughs> yes, those that are like so beautiful, but when you talk to them, you see there is nothing, or they're just like gossiping all the time, or it's just like that's the wounded again, you know, showing yeah. up, knocking up, you know. It's, it's like it's just like, yeah, it's so 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 different than the the divine one, which is like owning so much all of it she's owning she's, all of it all of it she's and she's been through the the wounded stage well she's, yeah and she's gone into the healed stage and then she's next leveled and she's like okay i'm done with that now that does that was an old life an old person that doesn't exist anymore yeah this is my goddess state i ask yeah. for what i want and i'm in my authentic power that's just the way and that's really the way we're meant to be yeah in a joyful blissful authentic state that's tapped into the universe that's listening to their intuition that's going with the flow surrendering compassion like just all those energies that's that's yeah. that is that divine feminine state that where we'd all love to be right so yeah. that's healing the past wounds recognizing them first even recognizing that you're doing that stuff, sometimes people don't want to admit that they're doing it. Yeah. You can't, you can't heal it if you can't admit it. See it and then admit it. And then just be like, okay, well, that shit's going to stop right now. So, which also means people in your life who are used to you doing for them might start falling away. And you have to be okay with that because... You can't heal yourself and still be the person that they want you to be, which is the one that just gives and gives and gives and gives and gives. Because that's why they're with, that's why they're around you. Yeah. It's because they're benefiting from your state. Yeah. So, yeah, you have to be there. There is a strength involved. There's an inner strength that you have to be okay with losing some people. Yeah, or transforming their those relationships because that some of them will stay. Yeah, some of them will stay. And you will have to create something new together. New, which is beautiful because you usually end up in a much better relationship. The two of you are now benefiting from that. Yeah. But the first, that's that surrender side. You have to be with like, okay, I am now going to heal myself, which means some, I'm probably going to lose some people around me and I have to be okay with that. They usually end up coming back around anyways. Once, yeah. Then when they see you've healed and they see the kind of life you're living, they want a piece of that. Exactly. So then they'll, they'll <laughs> usually show up to say, hey, what exactly did you do? Like, how, <laughs> how do I do this, right? And if they don't, they don't. It's okay. But yeah, the transformation of the relationships then becomes the best thing. Yes. But being willing to lose it and then work on yourself and then perhaps now work on that relationship afterwards. Yeah, But together. <laughs> this is where it starts, you know, right here. Yeah, so right here. Recognizing it, healing it, and then once, you, and it takes, you know, just, like I said, it's not a one and done. Like, that stuff will still trigger you. And then yeah. you have to be like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, I thought I got rid of that. Nope, there it is again. <laughs> here we go again. I'm going to have to heal that. And that, uh -huh. the, big, the big one is saying no. As women, yes. we, we tend to take on more, bite off more than we can chew. That's and for that's sure. steps into that wounded side again of thinking that if you don't do it, they're not going to love you anymore. Or yeah. you, you have to be okay with saying no and meaning it, not saying no and then backing out and saying, oh, all right, I'll do it for you. No, no, yeah. no. this yeah. is where the line is. Here's my boundary. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. That's yeah. not going to work for me. I love you, yeah. but I can't. I just can't. And of course, how you say it is a lot of it too. She's like, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. What? It has to come that? from a from the loving space, like yeah. your your self-love space. You know, you're so in love with yourself that yeah. this is not entering. This is just not entering. It's just yeah. not happening. Yeah. And that again, that'll that'll come from the the healed side that you can say no and come from everything come, should be coming from love anyways we you know we all well, need yeah. to work on that loving side but being able to say no and mean it but do it in a compassionate way 
Because you know when people have turned you down and they've been just flat out rude, they're, you're just like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> All you had to say was no, right? Or when people yeah. come at you from that place of compassion, they're like, I'm so sorry. I love you, but I just, I can't. I hope you yeah. find somebody else who can help you with that. Then, then, then they feel the compassion too. And they're like, you know what? That's okay. I will find somebody else. Yeah. We're good. But that's, that's the healed side though, because if you say no and they're like, but, but you helped me before, why aren't you helping me now? Do you not like me anymore? Do you not love me? Do you hate? And then you, you start getting into, especially as I'm an empath. So that's just like, whoa, no, I didn't mean that. <laughs> that's the healed side is when you're just like, sorry, I love you, but I just, I can't. And yeah, we're either going to accept it or they're not, but that's not on you. That's on them. Yeah. That's, exactly that's the side the healed side as well getting to that yeah stage. <laughs> it's like when you get to that healed side and then you just like keep on on growing into that healed side you get to reach the divine side right yeah absolutely yep you come through it uh, and like i said there's still going to be times when you're going to slip slip back there's going to be something when you're truly healed then oh yeah but no i don't yeah it's like that does that exist? I don't know. I think I don't know. That's the question. That's the question. That's the question. But almost... like just enjoying those moments where we can actually tap into something different, something yeah. bigger, something like more beautiful, you know? It's yeah. just like to enjoy those little moments. It's just that's the first it's, step. You know, and that's the fun part as you're going through the healing process, which doesn't sound like a lot of fun. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes um, it's not. <laughs> sometimes it's not. The other side is really fun. Um, but when you start recognizing, like really recognizing your stuff, as yeah. soon as it comes up, you're like, ooh, ouch. Wow. Am I still there? Okay. Thank you. Now, yeah. now I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'm just going to take a note of that one. Okay. I'm going to go work <laughs> on that a little bit more because apparently... I'm still an overgiver. All right. <laughs> In those, it's like for me when I when I get back to those states, it's like I might have been an overgiver with my family or with my kids, and then I can like I heal that, and so I'm good. Yeah. And then something else will come up, and so I start to overgive to that other part of my life, and it's like, oh well, all right. So it's just like slipped into another realm <laughs> yeah. and it's just it's the same energy but yeah. i'm just like you think it's healed because you're not doing it with them but then yeah. you, you start to do it with other things or other people and you're like all right yeah. that just like yeah. it rings up it's like all right let's do it again <laughs> still there okay I guess I gotta heal this. And, and that's another you know for women in the workplace too that's a big one is that you almost feel like you're having to prove yourself against your yeah. counterparts mm -hmm. and uh, that whole programming that, uh, you know, if you say no, then where's your worth, right? Come that whole self-worth thing. Yeah. And am I going to lose my job? If I say no to this extra yeah. work, am I going to lose my job, be replaced, you know, get a demotion, like mm -hmm. the, all the things that go through your head. And that's, Again, being able to say no in a loving, compassionate way and just be like, you know, I was hired for a certain job and that's the job that I'm doing. This doesn't really fall under my frame of work. Yeah. So I'm going to have to respectfully decline to take that on. Otherwise, I won't be able to get my actual work done. Yeah. And if you want me to do that thing. Like we can talk salary. <laughs> yeah, we can talk salary. We can, yeah. Like, we, can think talk, we can talk schedule. We can we talk, can like, you know, like why yeah. not? I mean, like you follow, like, I feel like when you're in that healed slash divine feminine, it's like you follow what you're, where your creatives, where your creativity just like leads you. Right. Yeah. And so if you like in an in instance in that, that example that you're giving, if you would prefer to do what they're asking, but it's not part of your job and you don't want to overwork yourself, then you can create something with them. Yeah. You know, like, it's always about creativity. It's yeah. Always yeah. About that, you know, and when you're in those feminine healed or divine um, side of it, it's like, you tap into those things so quickly and then you're like, all right, so I'm just going to create something better. 
you know, yeah. I'm just going to create something else with it. Or I'm yeah, just, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. And, and just because you, you do eventually take on the work, then there's, you don't want to start getting into that mindset of, oh, I gave in. No, you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're honestly going with your instinct and your intuition and saying, you know what, I wouldn't mind doing that, but that's not part of my job. So I, yeah, I should get paid a little extra for it. So I'll do it, but on my terms. And that's the key on your terms. You're not just like, okay, yeah, I'll do. Okay, sure. And then you got this stack of papers in front of you and you, you can't even get to what you were supposed to do in the day because yeah. you've taken on extra work. Exactly. That's, that's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. You talked a little bit about um, the dark feminine, and I'm so, so curious about that. So I would oh, yes. love to just like. Well, she's, she's another creature, that one. <laughs> she's, <laughs> so she's like the the divine feminine on steroids. Like but she's, <laughs> but she's embracing. There's a lot of um, like misnomers about the dark. Because when you say the word dark, you know, a lot of mm. preset connotations and inventions come into your head about what that's going to look like um like a toxic almost feminine which is far from the truth the dark feminine is going to challenge you because she doesn't put up with shit <laughs> she doesn't put i mean the divine feminine doesn't either but she comes from a more compassionate side the the dark feminine is is the boss bitch she's fully in control. She's got a, like, she's more, and, and I don't want to use the word aggressive because that brings connotations to mind too, mm -hmm. but she is not going to let you get away with anything. She, and she's very sensual. It's a very sensual, passionate, mm. sexual kind of driven energy. And she will call you out on your shit. There's just, there's just no way around it. She, cause she's not going to put up with it. She's healed. And, and we all actually have this side. I mean, I know I can identify with a lot of it, mm -hmm. um, but it's good to have, you need the light and the dark. You need the balance as well, especially even in the divine feminine goddess state, you need that balance. You need the warrior side of you to come forward when she needs to, that's yeah. going to be there to protect you. Right. I'll give you a little rundown of what her qualities are. Um, she has deep connection, deep connection, deep devotion, desire passion rage which sounds like a negative thing but it's not mm -hmm. she has her own self-sourced power sensuality and pleasure transformation because she transforms everybody around her internal safety she's totally secure in herself fearlessness sexual liberation which a lot of the feminines need Mm -hmm. She devours. Now, doesn't that sound like a strong word? She devours. <laughs> um, regeneration, sisterhood. She is fierce for the women in her life too. Authenticity, wholeness. And then they, there's one that I don't like so much, which is death and decay. But that's all about that, that rebirth, regenerate. You let things yeah, just, yeah. Go. just Just let them die around you. Let's go. I want to recreate. I want to regenerate. It's, it's like a no bullshit stance. Pardon my French, but that's the way. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like, do you know Kali? The the, the goddess? Is yes. The goddess, yeah. Kali? Like she, yeah. It feels like her, you know? Like yeah. She's so strong, so raw. She's like, <laughs> she's got like the tongue hanging out, you know? She's kind of scary. But when you read into it, like it's she's so nurturing. She's well, that's just so, it. so nurturing. She's protective. She's, but she's so fierce that it's almost scary. Yeah. Like, she, like I said, she's just not going to put up with anything that isn't coming from a place of love, coming from that compassionate state. Mm -hmm. She's going to call you out on your shit. And they're the ones that really heal the masculine side. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And, and we're going to have you another time to talk yeah. about the masculine side because. Uh, it's so interesting. And we have both of those inside yeah, of us. Yeah. And and when you talk about the dark feminine like that, I feel this this masculine energy, but it's not like the wounded masculine. It's the healed one, you know? Yeah. It, it's so powerful, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, I, I don't know if we can really like embody that 
all the time, but it's it's fun to yeah. tap into it sometimes when you need it, you yeah. know, when you do need it. Yes, because absolutely. it's it's so it's it's so useful actually. It is it comes in handy in many situations, <laughs> right? It's like I I know those moments where I am not taking any shit and I'm so strong and I'm like I'm not gonna binge like there is there is nothing that's gonna make me move from that, yeah. but. Yeah. It's not like in a way that I'm hard headed and I no. don't like it's not because I'm closed mind and I want to do my thing. It's not like that. It's just like when you know you have to do this and you take no shit and because this is your goal, this is where you're going, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so that's that's the masculine energy. When you have to go somewhere, you feel you have to go somewhere and you you have to do you do everything uh in your you power do, you do. Yeah. to achieve, yeah. you know. Yeah, and so that's I I just I just love the way you described it. <laughs> She's so it is, and you know, as the divine feminine, you 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 well, as feminines, we have all those. I, that song "I'm Every Woman" keeps coming into my head because that right. is truly it, right? You got to tap into what you need to tap into in any given situation that you're in. It's not you can't you're not always going to be this one way. You that's why you have all these energies and recognizing them keeping them out of balanced state is balanced. You're never going to be hundred percent balanced, but you know, keeping them in a, yeah. and tapping into what you need to tap into the nurturing yeah. side or the, you know what? No, this is the way we're doing it. I call the shots here. And it's, and it's not coming from a stubborn, strong headed. No, it's like, this is my inner knowing and this is the way we're doing it. So ride with me or don't. Right. There's the door, right? So but she, yeah, the that whole I think I had a description of what she's uh, so yeah, so she adds that additional um the sensual boss bitch nugget into that divine warrior goddess state. Mm -hmm. And she that that warrior's got your back, she's at your back. You know, can you imagine a room full of these? divine goddesses and oh and yeah i can so see cool. them they're just like drinking tea together it's like they're so cool they're just like in a lounge or something <laughs> just like it's just hanging chilling. out <laughs> oh it's my turn to come sorry girls I'm, i'll be back you know <laughs> and again that comes back to the um feminines um sort of community supporting each other it's yeah. such a beautiful thing when it happens. And I know I've seen it so many times around me. It's just, it's like, oh my God. When you see that group of women and they're just like, they're there and they're in their authentic power and they're supporting and loving each other. Yeah, we not love Not taking that. shit from anybody. They're just like, yes. it's like oh, there's, those are my people. <laughs> yeah, know? right. Just it feels hang. so good. It feels so good to have that, just like be able to count on other women yeah it's like oh my god it is so so precious and crucial yeah <laughs> thank you thank you so much like you said that was so 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 interesting crucial lots of information there yeah yeah and i hope i hope people are gonna enjoy that and relate to that because yeah i think we we Just do need to understand that and to be able to see like uh, where we're in those wounded space still yeah. so that we can actually move forward. So this is totally not, not serving us to be in that space and yeah. it's not serving anybody around us. If you're a mom, then, you know, with the family too. So yeah, please ladies, please <laughs> self care and don't feel guilty about it. And don't listen to anybody around you who might be because yeah. you know, it's, it's about you and refilling your cup so that you can heal and get into this, the divine energy that you actually want to be in. So exactly. love all my goddesses out there. I love them. Yeah, same. <laughs> and so where people can reach out to you. Yeah, I do have my, um, my healing website, which is spirit, spirit, you well, it sounds like mm. spiritual when you say it fast, but it's spirit, you or spiritualhealing.com. Um, and I do have my um, Saspirational um, Facebook page as well. And um, my I do have my the business number. If people want to just reach out to me, is 250-686-4585. And they can call me and talk about whatever 
you know, they want consultations or if they want any healing or whatever guidance, coaching, I do all that um, there. That's Amazing. probably the best number to reach me at. Amazing. Yeah, the spiritualhealing.com is where they can set up appointments and whatnot. So perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I'm gonna link that below in the description yeah. so that people can reach out to you. And Great. thank you. Thank you so much for oh my God. such a pleasure to always be here. Love to see you guys. See you all again <laughs> soon. I hope we <laughs> divide dig into that divine masculine as well. Yes, we sure will. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate that you're here with me. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share this episode with people you think might benefit from it. If you need support with your lifestyle and well-being, feel free to reach out to me. It will be my pleasure to help you with an Ayurvedic consultation. You can go to my website, marigolera.com, to book a session with me. Remember, in the wisdom of Ayurveda, self-care is not a luxury, but a sacred responsibility and a journey of nurturing oneself to foster holistic well-being. I wish you an amazing rest of your day. Much love to you. And I'll see you in the next episode.